0: Hired by a mysterious party, three individuals make their way towards the snowy wilds of Athar to meet their contact, their job unknown. But the promise of pay and adventure is high. Thrust together by fate or chance, join us as our story takes our three adventurers on an epic journey across the continent. Hi everyone, welcome back to Dungeons & Airwaves Season 4. I'm your host and DM, Ash, I'm here with my players. Hi, I'm Billy, I play Kodak.
1: Hi, I'm Emily, I play Katya.
0: I am Ben, otherwise known as
2: Leonet, Lawkeeper.
0: And before we start tonight, I'll just jump into a quick recap for anyone tuning in for the first time, or who didn't get to listen to the podcast this week, as well as for my players. So where we left off, the three of you have made your way up the mountains guided by a tabaxi hunter by the name of Dewdrop. While resting for the evening, you became aware of a creature stalking you from the shadows. Leonet, realizing it was a fiend, a creature from the hells, reacted immediately and cast Guiding Bolt at your foe. So because the creature was not aware that you were going to attack, I'll just have you roll damage for Guiding Bolt. Sure. What
2: is the Guiding Bolt? Remind me what the Guiding Bolt thing is. That will be on your character sheet. (laughs) Yes, it will be. So I'm (laughs) going to double check it right now. But that does remind me I do need to bring up your character sheets. Yeah, because my character sheet, because I use D&D Beyond, is a little bit inaccurate. It's a little bit not entirely complete. And so I can see Guiding Bolt on my sheet, but it doesn't tell me how much damage and what to roll for or anything. So Guiding Bolt is 46. 46, okie dokie. So uh, 46, no, I need to do 4. There we go. Four D six, and don't forget to mark off your um, spell. Uh, spell
0: slot. Yes, yes, but also because you cast uh, Detect Evil and Good in the last session.
2: Yeah, sure. So that is a grand total of twelve.
0: Twelve damage. Alrighty. And could you describe what
2: that looks like as this blast of glowing fire? So essentially, I, I, th- I act like a almost like a throwing action, but it's more like a... Um, it's more... If you if anyone's ever played Skyrim, picture that. Play it like casting Firebolt or Lightning Bolt or anything. So it flies straight through the air, this beautiful, bright light of fire and envelops the fiend slash wolf creature.
0: It looks incredibly hurt. This blast of golden fire has just gone straight into it exploded outward and sizzles as part of its skin and flesh just burns and melts away and it makes this ungodly, unearthly how it works. And with that I'll have everyone roll initiative.
2: Here comes the fun part.
0: So, we'll start with Billy, what was your initiative?
1: So, I rolled a natural 20 with my Dex mod, that's a 22. Okay. Ooh. I also rolled a natural 20 with uh,
0: plus two. <laughs> okay, so I'll rule that you guys can go at the same time, react at the same time, but it's between you two who wants to effectively go first.
1: Not it's gonna this paper rocket.
0: <laughs> <okay. laughs> so for the record, I rolled a four. Wonderful.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> you sure did try.
0: Okay, so. In that case, I will have Katia kick us off with initiative.
1: Katya will attack using her maul. Okay. Hmm. So uh, that is 7 plus
0: 5, 12. 12 to hit? Yep. That does not hit. Oh. <laughs> uh, was there anything else that you wanted to do on your turn?
1: Um, I think I can only strike once. So I don't think there's anything else that I can do.
0: At level one, yes, you'll only be able to strike once. Yeah. So, Billy.
3: Um, are there any old logs from the fire?
0: So there are stones around the fire um, behind you, and there are some smaller logs, but for the most part it was largely kindling and stout logs.
3: I'm going to pick up one of the smaller logs. Okay. Still with a few embers in it, and I cast shillelagh on it. Okay. So um, you'll see that almost like a green light begins to entwine up around, almost in the shape of like paws, it mm-hmm. goes up around the log, and I'll ready. That's it for my turn.
0: All right. From there, it is the beast's turn. Is um the cat creature part of this combat? Do you drop is yes. She is okay. behind you. Ah, super awesome. Yeah. Okay. She did not roll well. Not sure. And where are you guys... Because I don't have maps, um, I'll try and describe this as best as I can. The creature, this giant wolf thing, is standing in front of you about here. Your camp is here, about 20 feet in front of it, and you are sort of circled up. Yeah. Now, last session you both said that you were behind Leonette. So, Leonette, you are in front. Yeah. and Katya would've just moved up into melee range to take a swing. Mm -hmm. So you're all clustered about 15 feet away, roughly. And because of that, this creature unhinges its jaws. And this massive, flaming ball of fire just extends from its mouth. Jesus. So I will have everyone roll a constitution saving throw. saving throw. As this fire just expands in directions. Ah, that's handy. Oops. That was a D100. My result was 22. 22? Five. (laughs) Oh, dear.
1: That 20 plus four.
0: Okay. So everyone, (laughs) except Layonet. Not Layonet. I was going to say, I (laughs) beg your pardon? I was looking at you, my bad. My apologies. Everyone except Kodak has uh, saved on that so Kodak you take 6 fire damage
2: everyone else takes 3 Okay. for a second I was worried one of us had been permakilled that would have been a bit of a unfortunate I would absolutely not do that in session 2 Okay, so I'm down
1: session 3 however
3: another story
2: we'll see what happens I'm down to 8 Katya um Kodak, how about you? What's your health?
3: I'm at five currently. I am
2: 11. Wonderful.
0: I will also note going forward to avoid mentioning your HP and numbers to the other players. Okay, my bad. Um, maybe describe it in terms of you're looking really hurt or maybe an arm goes limp. Sure. You're starting
2: to... I am on fire.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Kodak looki- is very much on I'm fire. I'm looking
2: like someone who just lost three HP.
1: Yeah. i <laughs> you just had to dust it off a little
0: <laughs> um, after that, it is Dewdrop's turn. And you can see she is she's puffed up, she's scared. She is shaking as she reaches in and pulls out a short bow. Oh god, yeah. And she hits, which does eight damage. And this, this arrow strikes clean and true right into the chest but it's not dead yet. It oh is dear. staggered and br- bleeding heavily and breathing heavily, but it is not dead. And with that, it is Leonette's turn.
2: Well, um, Leon, I am extremely weary because I've used up both my sl- 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 spell slots, so I am breathing very heavily. I am look very exhausted. However, I will take the opportunity to attack, and I will use my hand axe okay. to attack. Um, I believe I have to roll for that, yes? Yes. Okay. Every attack... Unless it says that they need to
0: make a saving throw, you too well for that. Okay, no worries.
2: Ooh, I don't know if this one's going to hit or not.
0: Thirteen. And was that one with your
2: proficiency? Oh, let me just make, let me see if I've got a proficiency. You have a plus six to hit, my dude. Oh, in that case, nineteen. That hits. Okay, wonderful. <laughs> and then it's one d six plus four damage. That is correct. Five damage.
0: That is enough to kill it. You've done a massive number on this
2: thing, shooting it with radiant damage right off the bat. That is a fair point, yeah. How does it die? Um, well, cause I because it's a hand axe slash, I'll just say I go for the neck and basically perform a clean decapitation. Very nice. Its blood just
0: sizzles as it hits the ground. Its head rolls off to the side a little bit. And just stares at you as its red eyes just fade back to a
2: dull black. I will just sort of, I won't slump to the ground, but I'll, I'll um, sort of reach out to steady myself because I am very much, I am rather tired and I am very uh, i am very unsteady on my feet. Yeah.
0: What is everyone else doing at this point? I want to make
3: my way up and have a look at the creature okay so what are you
0: what? looking for specifically
3: I just want to see what's wrong with it it doesn't appear to be like well it's any missing animal. a head <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that is that is the first thing you notice <laughs> it's by a scratch you know um, yeah just to look at the nature of the creature because it doesn't seem like anything I've ever encountered yeah
0: so it wouldn't be anything you've ever encountered and it's not typical wolf behaviour from what you know so I will have you roll either religion or arcana on this
2: which one are you going for
3: let's go arcana
0: Damn it. That's a three. You've got no idea. You, what, what you can tell... Different. This creature, ha, it's very different. It. It's very strange, and it has... You saw it get killed, or at least partially killed, by a spell. So it is... Was weak to whatever magic Laynet is in possession of. But you don't know what caused it to act like this.
2: By the way, in case any of you missed it... um, I can do spells
3: I have gathered as
2: much that was me attempting to make a joke to break the tension, my apologies, it didn't go off very well Uh Uh (laughs) thank you Katia, I appreciate your mirth New Dropper does a laugh at that but
0: more so at Katya's fake laugh
2: yep, thanks I I will also go up and investigate um, the wolf's corpse does it now resemble, because it's no longer being possessed by the fiend does it resemble just a wolf? No, it still looks exactly like it did before. Okay, cool. But headless. Yes. Cool. And Uh, covered
0: in... It's blood... Everyone who's looked at it so far has noticed this. It's blood, after it's dead, no longer appears to be red as it did when it's
2: bleeding. It now looks more like sticky black tar. I will um, investigate the body, looking Mm -hmm. for anything looking for any, like, basically an check, and I'll also take a little sample of the blood.
0: Okay, do you have, like, how are you taking the sample of the blood? Do you have jars, do you have...
2: I do have, um, I believe I do have a jar in my pack, so I'll collect just a tiny little bit and seal it in a jar. But how are you collecting it? Oh, right, sorry, okay, gotcha. I will will wrap my hand in part of my cloak Mm -hmm. and very carefully... Gather up a little bit and transfer it into one of my jars. Okay. If I if it turns out I did, I was mistaken and don't actually have a jar, we'll just pretend that didn't happen.
0: You can have a jar. It's it's a simple thing that you would
2: have. Okay, sure. I'm, so I've now got a little bit of the blood, and can I do I need to do an arcana check?
0: Yes. Yeah, so roll an arcana or religion check for me on the creature's corpse. I
2: will do a religion check because I have a plus four to religion. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's an eleven.
0: That is enough though. Um, okay, cool. It was possessed or influenced by a fiend. You're not sure if it physically melded with this creature or if it was the creature itself. But that's very odd. Fiends aren't Fiends aren't normal
2: in this area. I'm afraid I'm afraid my I'm afraid my instinct was right. This thing was possessed by some sort of fiend and that that that's that's not that's not something that should be happening. They should not be anywhere near this place. We may be, we may have a bit of a problem here.
3: It's very possible. It doesn't look natural. And I kneel down beside it, and I, you guys just think I'm talking gibberish as I do a, Druidic funeral rite for it to help it pass over. Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to turn to Dewdrop, and I'm just going to say, Have you seen anything like that out here before?
0: No, never. But, and she trails off and looks up and her ears perk up and her tail fluffs up again. We should leave.
2: Do you sense more of them?
0: I fear there may be more.
2: And with that we will Do you know cut the to a song. We'll be right back here on Dungeons & Airwaves episode number two.
4: That's
3: We'd best get out of here.
2: Let's move on. Let's go. Okay. Lead the way, dewdrop. Right.
0: I'm um, going Okay. And she's just breathing. She's breathing quite heavily. She's freak- like she's very visibly freaking out a little bit here. We will we will protect you.
2: <laughs> we will keep you safe.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I can do this. I, ca- I can do this. Right. Um she swallows and she like steals her spine and packs up her stuff very very quickly
1: I will also grab my belongings and me more back over the shoulder ready to go um, I will put a comforting hand on your job I okay.
3: will I will quickly go and retrieve my hand axe that was thrown away
2: last session mmm um, Sorry Um, about that. Is light a concentration spell, by the way? I don't think it is.
1: I thought it was from last session.
2: Oh, it might be then.
0: That's true. I did say that it had dropped. That is correct. So, yeah, it is not currently lit up. That's
3: okay. Dark vision, baby. (laughs) Just, yeah. Um, I'm also going to... You see me pull a small sprig of what appears to be intertwined um, branches as I begin to cast Cure wounds on myself.
2: Okay i don't have cure wounds so i'm just going to it's fine i'm going to gather my things like i said i travel very light i'm yep. going to roll up my bedroll i'm going to get my pack on my back and i'm going to be ready to go mm. i'm going to turn to cut you and i just ask do you need another lift
1: no i i think i will be fine
2: as you wish it is late
0: night right now and as you're standing there packing up do kind of Kick some snow and dirt over the fire to smother the coals. The stars are shining bright and fierce in this dark, inky sky. And there is no moon. And there is very little light. This
2: place feels evil.
0: I think that is a common feeling. I recommend we keep all of our weapons out.
2: Agreed. Just in case. I don't like it being dark. You find salvation in flames and fire.
3: There's a sickness on this place. That creature is proof of it.
1: I feel it too.
2: Mm.
0: You drop shudders at that, not clearly not wanting to think about it. My apologies, my friend. Can I get everyone to roll a perception check? Kodak is not rolling well tonight, is he? <laughs> that's a minus one as well? Wisdom.
2: <coughs> oh, that's true. 17. 17?
0: 5. <laughs> okay. What are both of yours passive perception?
1: Thirteen. What? what is it passive? might just be ten. 10, 10. Plus your yeah. Modifier. So
0: yours will probably just be ten.
1: My wisdom modifier. Sorry. Help That's me. That's alright, So
0: your wisdom modifier Next is one. the bonus.
1: Ten plus. Okay. Four. So nine.
0: Okay. Did you just say ten plus minus one? Yes. <laughs> it's technically correct. You're not, it's you're also not very, wrong. very wrong. Someone failed math. Anyway, <laughs> only ones, I did. I <laughs> um, so the only person who's actually aware of what happened, what is happening, is um, Dewdrop has already heard this because she has better senses than the three of you, being a cat. But Leonette now hears what she heard, which is the soft howling of wolves. And there is something distorted about their voices. Be on your guard. There's more of these things. And with that, I'm actually going to try out a new encounter I've never done before, which is a skills challenge in the form of a chase.
2: So... You may need to explain this, not just for us, but for the listeners. I am absolutely going to because I've had to Google the rules.
0: Essentially, what we're going to need to do is you will roll like so we will start with your order who is in what order when it comes to running um we'll then roll in the same way you would for combat so we'll have initiative it's a d20 plus your initiative bonus and then the people who are pursuing you will do the same and you have to succeed on a certain amount of successes but if you reach a certain amount of failures before you reach those successes you fail the skill challenge
2: Sure, and things could get dicey very quickly. No pun intended, I assume.
0: <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Let's
1: make this small, small old lady run.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> essentially. Should have taken because, that lift. Uh, because I am the p- the biggest and the most capable of running. I'll take up the. I'll go up the back. Okay,
3: I can see in the dark, so I should probably lead the way. Hmm. Billy, can I borrow you
0: like a piece of paper?
2: Also, just a little, um, just a little meta note for those of you out there that maybe haven't played D and D before or heard of, or really sort of know the the lingo, the terminology, and whatnot. We will put a um, we will put a little um, on our website jnfm.net. We'll put a little um, cheat sheet explaining some of the terms like skills check, initiative, persuasion, D twenty, D six, blah 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 blah. Just for people that have no idea or exa- who are really really new to. So I guess D and D if you're listening Absolutely. to Absolutely. And first
0: there time. is a bunch of resources out there online. You can start with D and D Beyond, which is the official one. Not the greatest. I'm not being sponsored, so I can say that. Yes. <laughs> but there are other resources out there. So we're starting with Leonette. in the Apologies for breaking the
2: immersion. Back to our regularly scheduled programming.
0: Yeah, it's alright, it's part of the show. So Leonette, Yes. Who wants to t- uh, Come after Leonette in, in the order. No, no,
2: I'm going behind. I'm,
0: I'm you're going behind, okay. I'm at, I'm at the back because I'm yeah. the, the,
2: the strongest and most capable. So My apologies, I, I misunderstood.
1: Gido and Kodak would be at the front, yeah. and then myself. Protecting
3: yep. Katia in
0: the little circle. <laughs> yes, the old lady that can whoop everyone's asses. Yes. I cannot run.
2: <laughs> it is very much in my. Even though I have done my best to try and change my nature through my years of study, it is very much in my nature as a Goliath to believe that everybody should be pulling their own weight.
0: Fair enough. Um, so I'll get everyone to roll initiative again. So that's an eight.
2: That's a 16. So
0: know 16. Kodak, eight. Touch out, seven. Seven. Right. Dewdrop rolled in 18. You guys rolled on the whole much better. <laughs> and that was with everyone added their bonuses to that, right? Yep. Yes. Yep. <coughs> All right. Dewdrop is not part of this. Her actions won't count towards your successes, but she can... Um, give you advantage so e- effectively every round she takes the help action
5: mm-hmm.
0: to give one person advantage so we will start with Leonette after that
2: okay so exactly what am i doing
0: so you are being chased you are now making a incredible break for it through the mountains as fast as you can go in the middle of the night you can't see very well and there are fiendish creatures hot on your heels. Sure. Essentially, what you need to do is you need to reach four successes. I see. So in a skills challenge, instead of doing combat, you are using your skills, which is the things that you're proficient in, like arcana, religion, history, and you need to use skills that will make sense within the context of the challenge. So you, like, you couldn't really use, I suppose you could use history. In this context, like, you can't use persuasion to persuade um, the wolves. Like, you, you can't diplomatize the wolves. Sure.
1: Can we make them our pets?
0: <laughs> no, and I did see that look that you were giving me, but, like, you can't <laughs> <deploy> <laughs> diplomatize the wolves. <laughs> so we can use any skill we want. As long as you can explain to me why it works in this situation, you can
2: use any skill you want. Okey-dokey. Um, in that case... I will use survival mm-hmm. because I feel like it would assist me in running faster.
0: Yeah. Not necessarily running faster, but it would be able to tell you to look out for the scenery, the terrain, pitfalls, that sure. sort of thing.
2: And it will also uh, it will also aid me in making sure that these guys are safe as well. Yes. So do I need to just roll?
0: Yeah. Okay. So when you roll a skills, it is a, like it's a skills check every sure. time you roll that skill and add your proficiency points.
2: Okay. First roll was a... Twenty showing for proof. Fair enough. I just realised I probably should be showing everyone what I'm rolling. So you don't have to. I trust you.
0: Okay. As long as you're not consistently rolling really high numbers that are absurd. That it gets suspicious. Sure. So yeah. the first one was I forgot seventeen. So yeah. So seventeen plus the three was
2: twenty. The non-net twenty. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's fine. So you can see ahead. You're coming. You were staying the night on a plateau-ish area, backed up against a cliff, and. With this, you can realize, wow, that was a really perfect spot for an ambush. It was a great spot to camp for the night, but the high walls give anyone who was following you or watching you advantage over sure. your position, and you can't really see them very well. So you're at the back, you're, you're walking or jogging a little bit slower than the others, and you are pointing out, you're I mean, going be careful of that fallen tree, you know, the snow's deeper here, be mindful. Um, And your movement speed increases by five because of that. So you are now all moving faster because you have given everyone after you in the turn order, they're able to see and spot things. Perfect. It is now one of the wolves.
2: One of the things that are chasing us.
0: Yep. And you move on without any hassle. They don't seem to be catching up that you can tell. After that, Kodak. Kodak.
3: Ooh, perfect. Um, I'm going to use athletics to try and get as far ahead to see if I can sweep any obstacles. Okay. So that will be a 23.
0: Okay, and what sort of obstacles are you looking for?
3: Um, anything that might potentially block the way. So low-lying tree branches, anything like that. I'm just going to
0: clear them out on the way there aren't really any low-lying tree branches you're in a more alpine area now so trees are very sparse the ones that Um, are am i
3: able to keep my eyes out for any snow drifts or potential slip hazards then
0: yeah of course um what you do notice almost straight away with your dark vision is one you can see better than everyone else two the snow is actually starting to get a little bit shallower and you notice that you are coming up to basically the sides of a gorge or a very small valley
3: There's a gorge up ahead, guys. And I pass the information
0: back. Yep. Sure. And with that, I will make another roll here. Do you drop trips? In her fear and her anxiety, and she's very scared, and she seems very, very young for all this going on, even with Leonette and Kodak pointing out potential hazards ahead, her foot gets snagged on a rock, and she trips and goes sprawling. Her short sword and dagger just going flying.
1: I will immediately run to her and start trying to pull her to her feet.
0: Okay. Can you? So this will use your action, which means that effectively you're having to do a check that you wouldn't choose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So for this, it is a um, a strength check.
1: That is. Seventeen
0: plus. Strength is the first one.
1: Three, so that's a non nat twenty. Yeah,
0: so that one succeeds as well. And you are able to pull her to your feet, but you do slow down a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. Not much, but just while she's, you know, getting herself together. Yep. Yep. And you are now entering the gorge and I'm going to need everyone to make a dexterity check as you are running through the gorge because it gets narrower and narrower.
2: Well, my dex check was, I can find ah, 16. Yep.
0: Mine was a 12.
1: Mine was a seven.
0: Leonette, having grown up in this sort of terrain, he's used to these spaces so he can maneuver his way through fairly easily and you're realizing you're actually overtaking everyone now because they're all up the back they're getting stuck or crammed their foot's catching and you can hear you can all hear the wolves now they're catching up they're much much closer and you're starting to smell a hint of sulfur
2: i am going to i don't want to lose any speed so rather than sl- like rather than stopping so that i can, I'm going to sort of I presume is the gorge narrow? It is getaway, getting much narrower right now. You okay. can't...
0: Do you have dark vision? Yes. You can see up ahead it does open back out again, but this area is quite narrow with jagged rocks and hard to make your way through.
2: How, um, and because obviously I know this terrain and I got, haven't got too much difficulty traversing it, mm-hmm. how far ahead does it open out?
0: About 15 feet.
2: Okay. Um... I think it would be somewhat unrealistic for me to try and sweep back and pick all of them up at once. Mm-hmm. That 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 borders on stupidity. But I will basically change my direction, so I basically run in a semicircle and end up basically run behind them. How are you running in a semicircle? You're in a cramped space. Oh, it is, okay. So we were talking about that cramped. Okay. Yeah. Um, in that case, uh, I will put the brakes on and just slow down enough so that I am once again. At the back, and I am between everyone else and these hellhounds. Okay. That, do I need to, so what, do I need to roll the skill for that? This
0: wouldn't be a skill, because you've just rolled the dexterity check, so that is what you're doing in response because you succeeded the check. Sure. So that was, so for context, on the wolf's turns I'm rolling for Obstacles. Right, okay. That may slow you down. Okay, cool. You have effectively continued to pass the obstacles currently, right. or there's been no obstacle. No, that makes sense. Cool. But it is now uh, your turn, because Dewdrop is, again, taking,
2: choosing to help someone who fails a roll. No, sure. Okay, no worries. Um, so I will use this time. So you the last time. Yeah. I will go with... Um, Alright, I'll go with animal handling um, to try... Oh, no, that's not going to work because she's helping people. She's not in a self-danger. Alright, scratch that. She's also a humanoid. She's not an animal. She's not a cat. Okay, cool. No. I'm just going to use athletics then to okay. stop myself from falling over and keeping these guys... Staying behind these guys once again.
0: Yeah. So you can roll athletics for that, no problem.
2: All right, I have a plus six, so I'm hoping this turns out okay. Non-nat 20. Yeah, you are completely and utterly fine. Sure.
0: <laughs> um, so after laying out, in the order, here's one of the wolves. So I'll roll for an obstacle again. Which I believe that one is once more no obstacle. So you are able to move on as normal, but you are still stuck in this cramped space. And from there it drops to Kodak. Um, How wide would you say the canyon walls are? Is it scalable or? Where you are now it's scalable, but if you look up, you can see that it is opening out once again. So you're going to reach a point where you can't move any further. If you're trying to scale both sides. like button leg shimmy yeah (laughs) yeah
3: that that was kind of the idea but seeing that I'm not sure if it's quite as viable anymore um I'm just going to keep going through I'm going to use athletics to try and get out of the way if there's any noticeable hurdles try and move them if at all possible
0: so you can use athletics to kind of like just shoulder your way through the obstacles which are largely like boulders loose rocks things like that maybe some tree roots sticking out
3: Cool, I will go for athletics.
0: Um, That will be a 16. That succeeds. And with that, you are able to pass through. Um, It will then drop to, Oops, that was a D100. And they gain a little bit of speed now. You can actually see them approaching the gorge. And with Leonet easily being able to make his way through Kodak making his way through it now falls to Katya and drop.
1: okay I'm going to use athletics mm-hmm. that is a five
0: so you're you're getting on in years um, this is the most action you've seen in about like 20 years maybe and you misjudge the timing and you trip and you fall and you take a Pretty nasty scrape at this point, um, but Dewdrop <laughs> is right behind you and she is very easily able to, she can't pick you up, she's quite weak, but she helps you, helps you up and pushes you through and then squeezes through herself and you can keep running and you are mostly free. You can hear them now as they've pulled up snapping trying to follow their prey but they can't and with that we'll take a break Welcome back. Our adventurers have just narrowly, quite literally, quite narrowly, just escaped a pack of wolves that were on their heels. And they are in a narrow gorge that is now widening out, and they are able to quite easily escape this encounter without any harm done. But you all will take a point of exhaustion. Is that was that the end of the skill chase? Yes. Okay. Cool. You did succeed. You didn't roll a single fail. Well, you rolled one, but
2: as we so we're, we're away from the gorge we're into that clearing now. Mm-hmm. Okay. As I sort of as I run into the clearing, I'm just sort of going to be reciting like a little chant to myself, a little um, yeah. a little reassuring. It goes along the lines of. Mother, light, guide our way, show our path all through this day. Father, fire, keep us strong, keep us uh, keep us safe with your hearty song.
0: Nice.
1: I'm going to limp over to G-Drop and check on her.
0: She is, she's collapsed effectively, like, so you're not in a clearing as in an open space, you're still in the gorge, but you are now further away and effectively safe for now, and she's just collapsed against the wall and is breathing really, really, really heavily
1: did well. Look, we are safe now.
0: I hope so. I've... I've not seen anything like this.
2: It's okay. We're okay. We're okay.
3: Now that was exciting, wasn't
1: it? Well, that is one word.
2: Your definition of exciting is... intriguing, to say the least, Kodak.
3: I'll have to show you around that I am back forest one day. You guys would love it.
0: Not if there are creatures like this,
2: as long as we're not fighting hellhounds, i will take it or take up your offer any day of the week uh, i I'm not sure what those were, but
3: I don't think they were wolves.
2: Oh no, they were wolves, all right. They just had been taken over by something not of this world.
0: <sighs> I don't think it's safe to stop.
2: We continue. We continue onward.
3: Do you know anywhere that might be safe for us to hold up from here? Somewhere preferably out of the reach of any predatory animals that might call this
0: place home. She stops and she thinks for a while. I don't know of anywhere that would be safe tonight, not if there are things like that wandering. But there is a cave system that could shorten the trip. Well, let
1: us give it a call.
0: We might as well. If it's going to
3: make it shorter, we might as well take the
1: risk. What's the first that can
2: happen? Have you forgotten what caves are? Deep. Safe, dry, Dark, and dry. Dark underground lairs where anything could be residing.
0: Like dwarves?
2: At that, <laughs> its eyes brighten. Dwarves live in mountains, not caves.
1: Well this is not always accurate.
0: I you can see she's like you've got a point. She's not sure that your point is factual or correct. It's also not entirely
2: accurate. But, but she the, she concedes to your point. Well, underground I don't like going underground, but if it if it means we'll be safer and it means we'll be away from the reach of these things potentially then i say we should go for it
3: and in in worst case we've got these and i pull unlit torches from my explorers pack
2: at the mention of the phrase rock boy leonette just sort of stops and like gives a questioning look towards katya doesn't say anything he's just sort of what but he does have a little but i do have a little smirk on my face
0: it, it it. It's dry. It's warmer.
2: It's dark.
0: We have torches.
2: Yes, we do. Fair enough.
1: In fairness, it's also dark outside.
0: Oh, I can see just fine. You so
2: can I. So can I.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I will just follow you then.
2: I will I will acquiesce to you. I will follow you into the cave.
0: It's not too far. It should cut a day's journey off or so. That's a
2: valuable day. I say we should take it. And we don't run the risk of getting stuck in a snowstorm. And if it gives us a chance of maybe getting some rest, I'm all for it.
1: Oh, and since we can all see in the dark.
2: <laughs> you had me at snowstorm. Let's go.
0: That, that, was, that sh- was the last thing I said. Precisely, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> she nods and she pushes herself off the wall with a groan. She's only got her short bow now, having not bothered to stop and reach for her weapons, not wanting to slow everyone down. And she takes the lead again. And you are able to continue on through this gorge and back out into the narrow, slippery mountainside. And it takes a couple of hours but you do eventually come to a very well-concealed opening of a cave.
3: Are there any, um, like, dead trees or anything around, just in case we need kindling or perhaps anything like that in You're the
0: seeing itself? a few more. You've started, like, a general descent, but there's... They're very... You could, like, you can collect kindling, but you also have that sort of stuff mm-hmm. in your packs.
3: Um, I also look at Dewdrop and be like, did you lose your weapons? Like... Didn't see you pick them up. I didn't want to slow anyone down. Are you any good with a spear? Maybe. That's the spirit. (laughs) I hand you drop my spear.
0: She, like, she takes it, looks at it, and... Pokes... Pokes it a bit.
3: (laughs) Yes, it, um... It was a gift. I'd like it back at one point, but perhaps
0: it will keep you safe. Thank you. And you can tell that she really really means it we should probably pull out torches here
2: without a second mention it just whips out a torch and immediately lights it and then when like as soon as the as soon as it catches on fire he smiles I smile Mm. first person
0: light is also a cantrip so you can cast that at will
2: beautiful in saying that I I cast light and light the way in front of us yep easy
0: done so the like the opening of the cave it's I mean it's a natural cave some of the snow has blown in and then melted a little bit and turned to ice but it is for the most part solid not warmer exactly but you're out of the biting wind and the potential snow and there's a few you know rusty pickaxes maybe the brief remains of a camp and as you descend deeper, Dewdrop starts to breathe a bit, a bit easier. She feels more relieved now. You feel better down here, Dewdrop? Not better, but safer. Yes.
2: Oh, I'm pleased you're with us.
3: Is there anything we should keep our eyes out for down here? Just as a general curiosity.
0: Cavins.
2: Well, that's good to know. Bats. Bats. Yeah, they're
0: they're things with wings, and they live in caves.
1: Wonderful. Like a chicken, but liver.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's one way to put it. We should be safe. We will be safe. Not if and we run into bats. She's saying this more to kind of reassure herself than she is to reassure you guys.
3: Um, in the cave, are there, like, small stones, stuff like that?
0: Yeah, there's, you know, there's rocks around. Can I grab a
3: couple of handfuls, just the
0: pebbles? Yeah, sure. Easy done. And there's, like, there's mushrooms. There's general cave stuff. Is that Leonet hyperventilating, or is that you hyperventilating, Ben? That's
2: Leonet. I'm trying to be immersive.
0: <laughs> Was there anything you particularly wanted to be on the lookout for as you were following you dropped through this cave system?
1: Any signs of, like, scratches on the ground or walls or ceiling? Any bones? Any sign of any kind of life?
0: Roll investigation. Eight. I mean you're in a cave like you presume that probably something lived here at some point or is living here you haven't seen anything like there's no droppings or scratches I mean it if there are scratches it's very hard to distinguish them from the natural wear and tear of the rock face
1: maybe somebody who can see in the could
0: you have light
3: oh. <laughs> just Hands a torch down to Katia. And now you can
0: see in the dark
5: too.
0: Uh, for context, the light does cast, well, light, in a 20-foot radius and then further dim light for another 20 feet. So with Leonet concentrating on this spell, you can all see as if it was daylight. <laughs> or at least
2: evening light. You can see. You are all welcome. Thank you.
1: Do not worry about leather chickens They are not so bad
2: They don't taste that bad I am not worried about leather chickens I am worried about what else is down Down deep in the dark
1: Like a rat
2: Look at me I could squish a rat with my toe
3: Can I look for any tracks That goblins have passed through at any point Recently
2: Yeah, roll survival
3: Perfect (laughs)
0: That would be a 13. No tracks. From the looks of it, this cave has been pretty well abandoned.
3: Looks Why, to be all clear. You're not
0: sure. Trust me, we'll know
3: if there's something here. Oh, 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 I have no doubt about that.
6: But
0: well, for now, we're fine. There's us, and we have weapons, and... We took care of that thing very well. We should be fine. That's the you area. say so.
1: Because we will be fine. We have huge men, huge animal. What else <laughs> we need?
2: Huge. Well, a huge. A few more huge men would be nice.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> so a little woman can do nothing. Okay.
2: Or big women, I'm not fussy.
1: Oh, so little
2: people are the problem.
1: Well, hope we'd seen no the dwarf, <laughs> or the goblin, or, or the l- halfling. Oh, all useless. Okay.
2: Or little women with big, or little people with big weapons.
0: Maybe you should have said that first.
2: And I'm. Uh, Her damn I is about as that. big
0: as yours. Look, you.
2: I. I and i'll just turn sort of red and just stop talking
0: (laughs) you you can continue walking if you wish or if you really want to spend the night that's fine as well it is up to the three of you
2: i feel like we should find a place to get some shut eye and have a nice long rest
0: yeah perhaps
3: Mm -hmm. if we can find a section that's off to the side of one of these tunnels Might be able to get some rest in there. Mm, Roll perception. That would be a 10.
2: That was just me rolling, and... Zero! Okay. I (laughs) managed to roll, thankfully, less than zero. Sorry, did you
0: just say thankfully less than zero? Thankfully That's more than zero. Impressive.
2: Seventeen plus. It was persuasion or perception, was it? Perception. Perception. That is non. That twenty.
0: Okay, um, so Layana does see up ahead the path they're following does kind of shift off to the side, and there's a little alcove, not big, but enough for people to rest against the walls and someone to take watch.
2: I think this is a good place for us to maybe catch a bit of well-needed shut-eye.
0: Mhm.
1: I think somebody else should take first watch. I'll take
0: first watch. I will stay up, I'm not feeling tired.
2: I will take a watch whenever I am needed.
0: Okay.
1: I will immediately lie down and go to sleep.
2: Yeah, fair enough.
1: Moments later there is just the soft snoring coming from my corner of the cave.
0: Yeah. Is Leonette lying down is he settling in, lighting any fires?
2: I, well I've still got my torch and we've still got the light with us and I know that's concentration, so mm-hmm. I'll just um I'll set my torch next to me and just try and catch a nice long rest until it's my turn to to keep watch.
0: Okay. I'll have Kodak roll perception. So that's a seventeen. Some scuffling, some general sounds of movement deep in the earth, but your watch passes uneventfully. That was very well done. <laughs> uh, who are you waking for, their watch?
3: Um, I'll wake Katia. Okay. <laughs> and I just walk over and I gently shake her awake and just <laughs> get ready huh? for the first hit to come my way.
1: Huh, what time is it?
3: Great question. Unfortunately, I don't know the answer, but it's watch time. Uh, fine.
0: It's been about four four hours since you've been asleep.
1: I will sit up and get ready to take my watch. Okay.
0: Roll perception for me. Uh,
1: um, 17.
0: Night passes uneventfully.
6: Perfect.
0: And you can wake Leonette up for his watch.
1: I will. Uh, At this
0: point, Dewdrop has nodded off against the wall. <laughs>
1: I will poke him with the end
2: of my mole. Wake uh, up. Vic. I, w- I'm, oh, I wake up yep. and I just nod in thanks and I feel much better. I feel nice and rested and I arise for my watch.
0: Yep. And I'll have you roll perception there as well. Way ahead
2: you. And that was a... Ten. Yep. Seven plus
0: three is ten. Yeah, night passes on eventually. Perfect. And we'll break there real quick.
2: We'll be right back on Dungeons & Airwaves as we continue on through this horrendous cave.
0: Thanks for tuning back in. So all nights all the night's watches all pass uneventfully, you are able to complete a long rest, regaining any hit points that you lost, and you awaken somewhat disoriented. The torches have died down a little bit, so for a brief moment when you all finally wake up, you are just in complete darkness while your eyes adjust and while those with dark vision adjust to their surroundings.
2: I must admit even though I'm not a big fan of being in a cave I am thrilled by the amount of exploring we've been able to do. It's been pretty good. I imagine you don't come to these places very often. Caves? No, but w- when I uh, my entire life and especially when I was with my tribe, my clan, we would ex- we loved to explore. We loved we loved to travel, we loved to see new things. We would explore everything we could possibly find and then when I left and became my own and then struck out on my own we i continued that i traveled all over the place i explored as much as i possibly could because i absolutely love doing it but being underground is not something i've experienced very often so while i am slightly unnerved and not the most comfortable um that i've ever been i must admit it's nice to be exploring something new Mm. you do have to stoop a little down here yeah just a bit i am very large but I'm not going to
0: subject you to any more encounters of that sort at the moment. So you are able to make your way through the cave. It takes the better part of what you would assume to be a day. And as you exit, you come out and you blink in the bright light as it's reflected off of the snow. And in the distance, you can see a sparse pine forest with a trail of smoke, a couple of trails, trails of smoke coming up
2: through the trees. That is just beautiful.
0: So, um, that is, that is Island Home. That is your destination. You should be safe from here on out. I will go with you the rest of the way.
2: Please do. I can't imagine I'm a little bit worried about you being safe on the way back.
0: Oh, I'm quite stealthy when I'm by myself.
2: I'm sorry, we dragged you down.
0: I'm going to scoop
1: some snow, make a snowball, okay. and throw it at Kodak. Playfully.
0: Roll, roll a deception challenge, so you roll deception, uh, deception, dexterity. You roll dexterity and you roll dexterity.
3: <clears throat> so I rolled a 14. Roll rolled a 6.
0: Yeah, you, you throw, you're still kind of tired, and... It was a bit half-hearted. And Kodak sees it and just dodges out of the way.
3: I, in response, go and scoop up a big handball. So we're talking like almost head-sized snowball. Yeah. And I go to throw it.
0: Okay. So once again, Dexterity versus Dexterity. That's a 21 from me.
1: That's a 19 from me.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you've you've you it's you know, like a small snowball, thrown it playfully, and then she's just slapped in the face with a giant armful of snow and just goes (laughs) right
2: over. I chuckle and I gather up the biggest snowball I possibly can (laughs) in like my two hands and I laugh and I throw it at them.
0: Okay. uh, Another dex challenge. So I
3: rolled a four. Twelve. I rolled a nineteen.
0: Um,
2: How much damage do we can
0: take? Can you roll 1d4? <laughs> <laughs> you're a giant man with, like, 18 strength. <laughs> so, I'm just picturing a
3: Katya-sized snowball coming at basically,
0: me. Basically, <laughs> you both take two points of bludgeoning damage as you're buried beneath the snow. I was
2: going to say, do they get like, does it get like their flog get buried underneath yeah. the snow?
0: Katya hadn't even gotten to her feet yet. <laughs> and you look around and you notice Dewdrop's gone (laughs) and then a tiny snowball just
2: I feel like (laughs) this is in character like Leonette would be laughing
0: yeah whistle (laughs) a snowball whistles out and just hits you square in the face
3: (laughs) Dewdrop has disappeared and Katia has become a snowman so
2: (laughs) doing great (laughs) I'm laughing and I'm just like oh
3: that was fun wasn't it (laughs) It's a bit cold out here. I forgot
0: after the cave. Yeah, everyone's. I mean, you're you're rugged up, but
5: <laughs>
0: you finally <laughs> notice that dewdrops kind of like ducked behind a snowdrift, and with her fur and the color of her armor, she just completely blends into her surroundings. Oh, I thought she'd been buried under the snow as well. Sorry, my bad. No, she'd disappeared.
2: Yeah, sure. <laughs> Probably smart move. She was
0: like, "Oh, what's going on?" And then she's like, "Oh, this is fine. I'll hit someone in the face." <laughs>
2: getting smacked with this enormous snowball coughing damage and just being thrown, just buried underneath this mountain of snow I'm sorry, I'm still on that Okay, (laughs) makes me feel young again
0: yeah, it's good fun you have a brief moment of just relaxed elation
2: like, oh we survived you can feel free to throw one at me if you want
3: Kodak just kind of looks away after seeing the size of the snowball <laughs> that came his way no thank you i'm good
2: i'm content with my shot it was a good shot i'll give you that thank you i feel like mine was better
0: hmm mine was more accurate
2: <laughs> <laughs> true you mine my hands <laughs> mine was more effective
0: <laughs> and you notice as you exit this cave that you are kind of on the edge of this massive glacial lake that you saw the day before oh my god and it's completely frozen over its movement is essentially imperceptible um and as you get closer you see dark shapes just moving beneath the surface of the glacier of the lake, yeah. Oh, so the water. There's... It's for like so. It is a glacial lake sure. in that it is entirely frozen over, um, and being pushed by the
2: glacier that like is creating it. Goodness me, they are. S- wow, that is just a beautiful sight. I prefer this to the cave.
5: Hmm.
0: The ah. lake does give me the. Um, how 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 do you say it? heebie jeebies. Why. <laughs>
2: Oh, Of course, you don't like water.
0: Awesome. I bathe? <laughs> there are things at the very bottom of the lake. What kind of things? She points down, and you can see almost looks like a serpent, but it is huge and black.
3: Me, who's had my eyes up in the air looking at the trees, is like, yeah. oh. Uh, you can
0: it's, roll perception if you like, Kodak. Is is that a is that a basilisk? Five.
2: No, <laughs> you right, just rolled for nothing there.
0: Yeah, pretty much. You like, yeah. Wow, that's a. Uh, it's terrifying, but I mean, it's a fairly deep, solid ice lake. You're fine. Did anyone else want to do anything at this point?
2: I'm just gonna gaze up at the pine forest and just sort of say. Ah. Uh, Island home. Island home. Island. So,
0: I S um, L I N H O
2: L M E. Isle uh, Island home. Yes. Yep. Island home. It is so so much beautiful, more beautiful than I remember.
0: You've never been here before.
2: I've heard of it.
0: Yeah, you've heard of it, but you've never been here.
2: Yeah. And I'm. So Aaron better be. He better be easy to find in there. After all, we've just had to go through.
0: You were given a name of an inn, um, the Triumphant Dragon. Yes. And that's
2: where you need to meet him. And it's in this pine forest somewhere.
0: So Islandholm is the town. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you don't know what the forest name is.
2: So we're in the snow. There's a for- pine forest. Whereabouts is the town in relation to that? You did see smoke rising through the trees. Oh, sweet. So it's beyond the pine Yeah, forest. it's in sure. the middle okay, of the forest. Sorry. Yeah, The definitely. town's in the middle of the forest. Got it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm being slow. <laughs> well, then. Shall we move on to the triumphant dragon? That we shall. Because I'm resisting the. I'm very much resisting the urge to jump into that lake. It's solid ice. I'm a big boy. I'll crash through it.
1: Mm. I'd rather, you didn't.
2: <laughs> I likewise would rather not have to fish you out of the lake. Look at the side. If I die, there's more to share between you two.
0: I'm more concerned I think about we the we Get st- paid the stories. same way.
2: The stories, dewdrop? Do do? Do dewdrop. That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said diddle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stories do you drop?
0: Um, mm, well, there's things that move beneath it. They say it's haunted as well. But a long time ago, there was a great battle here. And a dragon was slain dragon. Mm, You can see its head sometimes on clear days.
2: The dragon's at the bottom of the lake? Mm Mm-hmm. Now I definitely want to jump into the lake.
1: No. We should leave this place immediately.
2: But what's in the lake now? The things? What sort of things? We just fought a hellhound. Surely it can't be worse than that. She shrugs. It's in the water. I beg to differ.
0: And either way, the whole thing's frozen all the way to the bottom.
2: Oh, crud. So there's things swimming in a frozen lake. Mm Mm-hmm. That is impractical, but impressive. I get the sneaking suspicion you are lying to me, Dewdrop.
0: Oh, that was me as DM saying, yes, there are things moving through this frozen lake.
2: Oh, okay. So You can see them. But the lake is frozen. Yeah. So these things that are moving through the lake are defying the laws of physics.
0: They could be ghosts. Hmm. Okay, radio. Could be a lot of things that move through a frozen lake. You don't really know.
2: Shall we move on to the triumphant Dragon?
0: Yes, Shall. that's I am keen for a hot meal and a bath.
2: Are you <laughs> sure you wouldn't like to continue on with us? I'm sure Sir Aaron would be able to find some work for you as well. No, 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 no. Not
0: not me, no, it's fine um i I do better on my own. This was a favor for a friend, okay, and we
3: do thank you for it, honestly, thank you
0: Yes, mm. thank you. Well, I'm glad I didn't die, so thank you too.
2: I was going to say i you have i I also express my gratitude, although I would like to point out that were it not for us, you probably would have been eaten by those wolves
1: mm. not for us, you may not have been there,
2: but we thank you nonetheless. Okay, she just turns and starts walking. Good oh. luck. <laughs> uh, is she leaving us now? No, no. no she's like ke- she's oh.
0: walking towards the forest.
2: Yeah. Come on, you <laughs> fellas, Let's go to this triumphant dragon.
0: It takes a good few hours moving through the forest, but it's.
2: Does that mean it's coming towards night then? Because it took us a day to get through the caves. Yeah. So and it's
0: starting coming. to get the sun slowly setting. Ah,
2: we've certainly come at the right time
0: and up ahead you see a massive walled city
2: a walled city
0: yeah it is surrounded by this big circular wall with a huge locked gate in front of it and guard posts and um uh, the spiky things at the top turrets no not turrets like the pikes that they put on the top of things to stop people from climbing over
2: oh I'm, i hope they're friendly to outsiders
1: Mm, usually, given what we've just seen, I can't.
2: I can't say I've been here before, so I'm afraid I simply do not know.
3: Only one way to find out.
0: Mm. That's
2: true. As you approach the city, you hear,
0: "Halt!" Who goes there? Kind of floating down
2: from the top of the gate. Katya,
3: I, I think he's talking to you.
2: I you am. <coughs> I am Leonette's lawkeeper, and myself and my companions are seeking Sir Aram, who sought adventurers looking for coin. May we pass. There are none of your kind here. There are none of my kind most places I go. I have not heard of this, Sir Aram. Do you have papers? That, in
3: fact, we do. And I get the fly, even though I know they can't read it from there.
2: You can mm. try making a paper plane.
3: What's a plane?
0: I think it's what we're on.
3: Ah, yes. Know, that makes sense. i lay the sheet out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, with that, you hear like a soft chunk <sighs> as a door, like a smaller door within the gate opens and a uh, heavily armed man walks out.
3: And to walk up with a uh, now soggy paper <laughs> you got to hand it
0: to. She, like takes it from you, looks at it. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Oh, let us in. We are weary. Really, you would not turn away. An old lady.
0: Lady, you're carrying a mole the size of my child on your back. I don't think that uh, you need to worry about anything.
1: <laughs> it, it is lighter than it appears.
0: Uh huh. Alright. Well, the triumphant dragon checks out. You can head into the cities, and we'll take a break.
2: We will once again be right back here on Touches and Airwaves Episode 4 as Leonette, Kodak, and Katya attempt to meet Sir Oram in this wonderful, great triumphant dragon. we're back here on Dungeons and Airwaves I must apologise for a little error I made before the break, this is episode 2 not episode 4, you have not missed two episodes, my apologies
0: surprise um, but yeah, no, we're back, thanks for tuning in uh, our players have just been let into the city by one of the guardsmen uh, Dewdrop does follow through content to see her new friends to the end of their journey
2: Oh, she called us oh. friends
3: Dewdrop, now that we're here Any chance I can perhaps get my spear back?
0: Oh, yes, of course. And she hands it back to you. Thank you very kindly. Thank you for taking care of it. She
2: nods and smiles.
0: Um, do you know where we're going?
2: The triumphant dragon. Yes. Which is... I have no idea. Looks around.
0: Okay. I am of no use to you here.
2: I I am am no use to you.
0: Yeah, kind of. What do like can we see any locals we could maybe ask? I mean there's a couple of guards, but it's like it's evening, people are packing up
2: shop or have packed up shop, there's not many people about. I will walk over to the nearest guard and just say, Excuse me, sir, whereabouts would we find the triumphant dragon?
0: Um He takes a step back and collects himself because you are about two feet taller than this man. I apologize. I am very large, I know. Uh, t- towards the center of the city um, big building you can't really miss it thank you friend
2: his, sh- his eyes are just like staring straight up at you I would shake your hand but I don't want to break your wrist and with that I will turn and walk back to the group he's just hand
0: up concerned and confused as he watches you leave I just watch the guard's
3: reaction and I'm just kind of taking it in I'm like this is going to be fun
2: well I know where the triumphant dragon is and I relay the information the guard told me
0: okay um, I will follow you
2: onwards then and I'll lead the way because the guard told me
1: mm-hmm. yep. I'm happy to follow mm-hmm.
0: I'll
2: likewise follow suit I haven't checked on you Cartier. I apologise are you feeling okay after this whole ordeal?
1: I'm fine. Do not worry
2: about me. I have to. It's in my nature. In any case, I believe we're here. Mm, maybe. We're not here.
0: Can you roll? Ah, uh, just a general
2: intelligence check.
6: Sure.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, just land because leaving. Me. Mm-hmm.
2: Ah, that was successful. That was seventeen. Plus intelligence, you said. Yeah. Um, Where is my intelligence? Uh,
0: 19. I was half tempted to make that a failure just because of what you said. I was but was about to say. <laughs> you are able to gently like weave your way through the city, and it takes probably a bit longer than anyone who knows the city would take to get there. But you are able to find your way to the Triumphant Dragon, which is a large, very, very nice two story wooden building. It has glass windows, which is interesting and fairly rare. It's got some plants, hardy plants out the front and decorations, and it's got a big wooden sign swaying briefly that just has a picture of a dragon breathing fire.
2: Ah, luxury. Ah, fire dragons.
0: Aren't most dragons? You know what? Mm. You dropped kind of
2: confused, but just, Yeah. She's just come to accept it.
0: Yeah, she's like, yeah, this is what he's like. <laughs> yeah. But she does enter
2: the tavern. I will duck under the door frame yeah. and make yeah. my way inside. Yeah.
1: I will
3: follow. Oh, likewise look walk in. As I walk in, I'm just gonna kinda keep an eye out. See so if we see anyone who looks like a noble, someone who'd be called sir. Not really.
0: Hmm. Um it's kind of it gives you very homey pub feelings. Like, this is basically the local. There are families sitting down, having a meal, kids running around, a very harried-looking uh, waitress with a like apron hitched up carrying a thing of ale and mead. And you see a big bar spanning one wall. Um, the countertop is dark wood, and it's got... Lots of chips and dents in it from years of use. And behind him, there are two massive
2: crossed axes. My god. Kodak, Kodak, could you go up and ask one of the bartenders if they've seen Sir Aram? Of course. I might I don't, grab an nail while I'm at it. I don't want to stand out any more than I already do. Go find a chair
0: somewhere. Try and sit down if you can
2: I can't guarantee the chair won't be smashed
0: yeah if you sit on a chair you're fairly certain they might just give way underneath you perhaps sit on the
3: table (laughs) (laughs)
1: or on
2: the floor I'll sit cross legged on the floor
0: okay you are
2: given very strange looks I know I'm just used to that
5: yeah
3: so I'll mosey on up to the bar and wait for the tavern keeper to come and see me
0: hmm what can I get
3: you um, By any chance, and I pull out the soggy flyer.
0: Do you know who Sir Orum
3: is, by any chance?
0: Oh, um, you're that lot. Yeah, he's rented the top room out for all of
2: yours, just head on up. I'm sending oh. you next time, Katya.
0: May
3: I also grab three ales, please?
0: He looks really confused. Sure. I'll be three copper
3: of course i hand it over mm. i walk over and sit them down yeah. and one. top room apparently we've all got accommodation sorted as
2: well then what are we still doing down here
3: great question to go and we get it. <laughs>
2: yep
1: <laughs> coming Katya yes but do is this where we say
2: goodbye
0: um I am not interested in pursuing whatever job But I will be in the tavern for a while, spend the night, and move on in the morning. Perhaps we'll catch you in the morning before you leave. I hope so.
1: If not, be safe. Thank you. And she gives
0: Katja a very big fuzzy hug.
1: This is best day.
2: (laughs) You have no idea how tempted I am right now to just be like,
1: Meow.
0: (coughs) I hope that's out of character, not in character. Of in course. character, I don't think she'll take it very well. Of course, it was out of character. <laughs> but she does. She waves as you walk up the stairs and goes and finds a place to sit for a little bit and kind of you see her stopping to chat to some kids. And as you walk up the stairs, it gets quieter and quieter. And there is a like the the top story is much nicer than the bottom story. It's. Used less, Um, and there is one door at the back that you are directed to. As you open it, you are greeted with a massive room. There's cots in the corner. There's a fire crackling in the hearth, and there is a whole banquet laid out on the table with (laughs) drinks and wine, comfortable chairs, books. Food. Food. There's a whole banquet, yeah, there's lots
2: Leaded. of food. I, I, my eyes light up as I see the food. Accommodation fit for a king. Did you say, Kodak, that the entire top story had been rented out for us?
3: No, we only have a few rooms, from what I was told by the barkeep. Yeah. But if this is just one of them, I'd love to see what the other couple
2: are like. As long as I can have some of this banquet, I will do anything so... Or asks mask's of me. Mm. You do notice the room is empty, though. I'm sure he's just waiting to make a dramatic entrance.
0: Perhaps we should find him before we help ourselves. Um, roll Perception for me. Okay. So from where you are standing, because where the room is located, it is you can sort of tell that it's at the front of the tavern, kind of hanging over um, the entryway, and you can see a man walking through and he's carrying a staff, and he is... Dressed in fine clothing. Mm. And he's heading towards the
2: inn.
1: Perhaps that is the man that we have been searching for. We
2: look can only hope so. Look at the way he's dressed. I'm willing to say it's a safe bet.
1: Mm-hmm. We merely wait.
0: Yeah, You wait. Do you sit down?
3: I'm going to stand near the fire. And just okay. just warm it's my hands. It's
0: really nice. I
1: will
2: sit by the fire. Yeah, I, will, I will kneel at the fire and just gaze straight into it okay, with a yeah. smile on my face.
0: Yeah, there's a nice plump armchair next to the fire that you are able to just collapse into.
1: <laughs> Sink back and stretch my feet towards the fire.
0: And as you all make yourselves comfortable, relax after a long, grueling couple of days, the door is open and in steps... The man that you were waiting for. Are you, Sir Aurum? I am.
2: It is a ple it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Thank you. It has taken us a lot longer than we would have liked to have gotten here.
0: Ah, uh, but you see, it had to be that way. Excuse me. Well, he goes and he sits down and. Kind of crosses his legs and puts his his hand on his chin. I needed to be certain that any person or persons that I were to hire would be capable of surviving the job that I have. The fact that you have made it here through difficult weather and potentially dangerous situations proves to me that I can indeed rely on your strength. It would
1: be a shame if you were implying that you had something to do with the wolves, because I, I
0: have n- you. no idea what has happened on your journey.
2: I am impressed by your security measures, but I would like to point out there was nothing potential about the dangers we faced on our way over here.
0: They were. Very I know. Random. I would not have asked you to travel to Athfar from so far away otherwise.
2: Have there been others before us?
0: You are the first to have made it.
2: That was not my question.
0: I have no idea if there were others who have come.
2: Interesting. Well, there is one really important question we must get out of the way before we go any further.
0: Mm.
2: Can we have some of this food? Please. Please.
0: I have purchased this for your use. You, for you
2: are a saint, and with that, I will sit at the table. He kind
0: of chuckles at that. Can you three roll history for me? Again. There we go. Ten. Ten. Sixteen. Sixteen. Nat twenty. Hey. Kodak has a sudden realization. And you remember someone telling you about it at one of the previous journeys on their return. He was telling you about the Windgates of southwestern Aednos. And you realise, this guy's not from Athar. Why would a man, a lord of what you presume to be a hold, he did say he was from Windgate, be... Hiring adventurers to meet him in a tavern in Athva. You,
3: you appear to be a little way from home. If I'm, you're from the Wingates, correct?
0: Hmm. Interesting. I see we are all quite far from home.
3: Yes, very much so. But oh, you know yeah, what they right. say. Travellers do like company.
2: Oh, yes, quite. I would like to hear... Yeah. I would like to, just for the record, none of us knew each other before we found your little flyer, so thank you for bringing us together. Interesting. It's been amusing.
0: Hmm. You and me both. I assume you would like to know about this job that I have hired you for. Very much so.
2: At this point, I just nod because my cheeks are just full of Mm -hmm. food.
0: Mm He leans back and he pulls out this big old pipe and puts it in his mouth and just starts to kind of chuff. How much do you know of magical items in history?
3: Um not a great deal outside of the Ironback Forest, I'm afraid.
2: Mm. Not I have I know of, I know of them in concept. I have studied them a few times, but I can't say I've ever come across one.
0: Hmm Three were uncovered for me, and then they were stolen from my collection.
2: Do you know who stole them?
0: If I knew who stole them, I would not be hiring outsiders.
2: I don't know, you could have been hiring us to kill them.
0: Mm, I'm more than capable of that one myself. I see.
1: What are these magical items?
0: Relics of a bygone era. You would not be familiar with them were you to spy them, for they are stone in nature and lack any form of magical energy except for those who know how to spot them.
3: Is there any chance you can teach us to spot these items in case we ever come by them?
0: I can. And he produces a scroll with very detailed drawings. Now I have come to believe that these three have been separated and that there are five in total. If you can bring back at least one, I will pay you in full and you may receive more work from me in the future regarding the rest.
2: What happens if we bring back all five?
0: Mm. A very lovely
2: bonus. Your flyer said 500 gold. Is that each or in total? Each. Well, you fed me and you're paying us gold. Count me in.
1: These items, what do they do?
2: I'm not certain yet,
0: but I'm very curious, and I would like to uncover that.
1: What do you plan to do with
0: them? I'm a collector and purveyor of magical objects and items and scrolls and knowledge.
2: Where were these... I plan to study them. How were these uncovered?
0: There are researchers in my employ and in the employ of the Illuminated Tower. Oh yes, I've heard of them.
2: They've been studying, have them? They've been studying them, have
0: they? They study many things. It is their nature and their duty and their entire way of life. Me, I never could stay cramped in a towel when there are wider things afoot.
1: These what? items, are they dangerous?
0: Not on their own. You should be fine.
1: I am not concerned for myself. I am concerned that we bring them to you and you use them...
0: he puts his pipe away and leans forward straightens his back and looks directly at you like into your eyes and it feels like this like the force of something unimaginable has just been leveled on you I promise you I have no evil intentions
2: I believe him
3: Um, Most importantly, with these, is there anyone we should keep an eye out? Is there anyone else that is after these that knows of their existence outside of whoever stole them?
0: Well, probably people at the Illuminated University, for one thing. Um, Anyone with an interest
2: in magical items, for another. Did you obtain these legally? Of course. Just checking. Don't want to be doing any illegal work here. Hmm.
1: That does not bother me, as long as they are not going to be used to kill.
0: Well, I don't know what they do.
1: To kill innocents.
0: I can assure you there will be none of that.
1: Excellent.
0: I would first start, if I were you, talking to anyone mm, that you know of in the underground area. People who trade in stolen goods, fences, for example.
2: Mm. Yes, he's got a point.
0: But I have, in fact, narrowed it down to three possible locations they may have been taken. And he pulls out a map.
2: Oh, that is wonderful.
1: And these locations are...
0: He... Kind of pushes some of the plates aside and then spreads it out on the table. I believe there is one somewhere here in Athfa, and it f- the others were stolen from me on the travel north.
2: It seems like Athfa is going to be the best place to start if we're trying to find this one.
0: Hmm. Potentially, it really does depend. It is um in the frozen wastes further north and to the west. Mm. Now, other areas you may consider, they were found in locations that have had strange magical energies, unexplained happenings, Things like that. And with that, we will take a quick break and
2: come back. You'll be, you're listening to 106.9 FM. This is Dungeons & Airwaves, Episode 2.
0: Welcome back. When we left off briefly, uh, Sir Aurum was detailing the details of uh, the job. He has pulled out a map and is showing the players these possible locations. One is to the Southwest and the other is not really sure, but he's suggested looking in places of strange magical occurrences that have been unexplained.
1: So when we find the object, how do we know? You you give us these instructions, but how do we know what it looks like? How how do we know it's correct one?
0: He uh, taps at the scroll that he's handed you, and it is like it is a very detailed drawing, with notes on the f- like the finer details, and it looks like a rock orb, like an almost perfect spherical object, with a slightly larger ring around the equator of it, is the best way to describe it, with um, a small indent at the top. A little bit like, can you remember those uh, UFO lollipops? The sherbet ones? Yeah, it looks kind of like that, but more spherical. And if you... Uh, Need to contact me, he pulls out another scroll. This is only to be used when you find it. It is a scroll of sending. You use it, you will be able to tell me where you are and I will come to you. If it is used before then, I will not be pleased.
2: You mean you'll give us a frowny face not pleased, or you'll try and attack us not pleased?
0: I mean you probably won't get the rest of your money. These things are incredibly expensive to craft.
2: The rest of our money?
0: Half is paid up front. I was very clear about that.
2: <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that was still the case. Thank you.
1: Gotcha. Yeah, I will uh, take the scroll and put it into my pack.
2: Mm.
3: Is there any way we can get these waterproofed? There's a lot of snow. Stuff gets damp. You know.
0: Do you not have scroll casings?
3: I can't say I do.
2: I do, don't worry, I got gotcha. you. Oh, perfect. Katja, may I have the scroll?
1: Fine.
2: I pop the scroll into a scroll casing, yep. and then give it back. Thank you. Well, if we're going to be working together to find these and get a little bit more extra gold, we probably should be trusting each other.
0: It's always a good thing.
2: Plus, generally, you know, it's not a good idea to betray the eight-foot man who could you know, bury you in snow if you wanted to.
0: Mm, it.
2: I believe he already did. <laughs> I, I think we've uh, I think we've established that, Katya. Mm.
0: So, we have an accord. He holds out one hand.
1: I will take the hand.
0: It's a very very firm grip as he shakes it once, and then reaches into his robe and pulls out three...
2: Pretty hefty sacks of gold and clinks onto the table. I offer. I realise that my hand dwarfs his, and so I offer my finger.
0: I'm fine, thank you.
2: Fine, and I'll.
0: Yeah. He shakes yeah, for it.
3: The old forearm shake. And so I just go a bit further forward and just.
0: Yeah. He reciprocates in kind.
2: Well, looks like we have a deal.
0: Hmm. Quite. Now. The locations are m- marked on the map. Eat, drink, be merry, rest. I'm sure you're very tired. Use that scroll when you find one.
2: So we will see you once we've got one in our position? Yes. A pleasure to make your acquaintance, sir. And thank you once again for your extreme generosity in providing us with lodgings and food for the night. Oh.
0: <laughs> it's my absolute pleasure. Smiles, gets up dusts himself off, straightens his jacket and then walks out of the
2: room. Farewell. My face immediately changes. I presume he's now out of earshot.
0: You presume.
2: I mutter under my breath to Katya and Kodak. There's something about him I don't entirely trust. I can't put my finger on it but I think he's hiding something.
3: I'm glad I wasn't the only one that picked up on that.
1: Of course. My given collector, he has to hide some things. Hmm. But he did mention discussing the whereabouts of these objects with those who perhaps deal with stolen goods. I may know one or
2: two people. It sounds like we've got a lead.
0: Mm, Mysterious figures from your past. Your lead isn't in Island Home or
2: Athfar, though.
1: No, but my lead leads...
2: Leads, leads Yeah. I am going to count my Because I believe the fly advertised 500 gold so yep. by, by 500 that,
0: gold, half in advance, 250
2: There should be 250 There's 250 in all of them Wonderful Well, it's been a long, long time since I held this much money in my hand
0: Have you ever held that much money in your hand?
3: I chuck you three gold pieces to owe you for last session
2: <laughs> That really was not necessary, but I appreciate it
3: A debt owed is a debt to be paid
2: you know, if it wasn't for the fact that he w- that it would be nice to have an extra two fifty, I'm set. Like I could just bounce two fifty gold just for making a trek for a day.
3: I feel like this man will be able to find us if we did
2: decide of to course, run. Of course, of course, I say it with mirth.
1: That, but also, I am curious of these items. I want to find them and. See See what they do.
2: You want to steal one, don't you, Katya?
1: No, I I do not have the knowledge to use or to study them. I can find and bring to those who do.
2: Okay, fair enough. And I guess if nothing else, and I look down at my bulging money pouch with 250 (laughs) gold pieces in it, if I can get double of this, I'll be a happy camper.
3: Perhaps we should buy some equipment once we know which direction we're looking
0: to go in.
2: Sounds good. Mm. 250 gold will get us a lot of things around here.
0: What's everyone doing in the room right now, by the way? I'm still eating. Eating and drinking. Eating and drinking? Anyone Mm. keeping an eye out, looking at what's going on?
2: (laughs) Well, now that you say that, (laughs) that I I feel like one of us should be. Well, no, because I've already said eating and drinking. I'm not. I'm focused on.
1: I was still by the fire, so I would have been able to see most of the room.
0: Okay, yeah. You don't see the window, but you do notice the fire's burning a little bit lower now.
1: Is there any wood around to stoke it up?
0: Yeah, there's a um, there's a big pile on the door, like by the, by the fireplace near the door. On the door. Just yeah, yeah the, the door the is toy. just, you just <laughs> take the door off its hinges. <laughs> there we go, that should be fine. <laughs> we'll be warm for the night. Mother of the fire.
2: Whoops a daisy. <laughs> That's one hell of a doorstop.
0: I will
1: grab a log and chuck it on the fire.
0: Yeah. with that, the fire roars back to life, no longer having been smothered by something in the room.
2: I roar in delight at seeing the fire spark up.
0: And with that, we might end a little bit early because my laptop's about to die.
2: And that's a bit of a cliffhanger for us. Yeah,
0: it's a good good place to end on. So thank you for joining in. Um, It's been a pleasure. And I will catch everyone next week.
2: We will be back, obviously, next week. Uh, We will be back with Episode 3, and we're going to pick things up from there, so make sure that you join us. And don't forget, this episode will be podcasted, so check it out uh, tomorrow afternoon. It will be up and ready to go. Yep. Have a lovely night, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us all. I have been Leonette, a.k.a. Ben.
1: Been Emily and Kertia.
2: This
3: is
0: Billy, and I play Kodak. And I'm your Dungeon Master. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I'm the Dungeon Master. That's me. I'm Ash. (laughs) Good night.
2: Good night, everybody.